Good morning. KSL News Time is 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. Two bills that could give Utahns big tax breaks are now headed to the governor's desk. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage Eye on the Hill 2024. Adam? Amanda, the legislature first passed a nearly $170 million bill to reduce the state income tax rate by one-tenth of a percent, going from 4.65 down to 4.55%. The House and Senate have also passed a bill that expands a $1,000 child tax credit. That credit was previously only available for kids under four, but if the governor signs off, it would include kids under five. That bill also deals with the amount of children that unlicensed uh, child care providers can deal with. There, That bill was changed. We're taking a closer look at it. We'll have more information on that later this morning. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Utah lawmakers also passed a bill increasing the number of kids unlicensed uh, child care providers. We'll continue to follow that story with the help of KSL-TV's Daniel Woodruff. Nine newly passed bills are sitting on the governor's desk this morning. KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff continues our team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. Six of the bills are concurrent resolutions. One recognizes the USS Utah, while another creates the Butch Cassidy State Monument. Another makes benefit changes to the state health plan. One celebrates Utah's history of welcoming refugees. One encourages the repeal of the Jones Act, which deals with shipping goods by sea. The sixth resolution declares that there is no value in child sexual abuse material, regardless of whether it's created using recognizable children or by using artificial intelligence. Don Brinkerhoff. KSL News Radio. We also have some developing news from overnight. Police in Bonneville investigating what led to a man being fatally shot. Lieutenant Andrew Smith shares what they know so far. About one o'clock this morning, uh, the Bonneville Dispatch Center received a report of multiple gunshots in the area of 1950 South. Police located a man who had been shot. He later died at the hospital. A federal agency has just ranked the most dangerous type of intersections for drivers. KSL News Radio's Heather Kelly is live with the details. Heather? Amanda, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports nationwide T-intersections, or three-way stops, are the most dangerous. But in Utah, more than 71% of deadly crashes happen at four-way intersections. That accounts for 235 out of 330 traffic deaths at intersections in Utah over the last five years. The next most dangerous roads are Y intersections. Those are areas where people are merging from the left and right into one direction. The Traffic Safety Administration tells the Deseret News, this is a reminder to drivers to be especially careful when approaching any type of crossroad or intersection. Live, Heather Kelly, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments where former President Trump says he has presidential immunity from prosecution in the election interference case. ABC's Perry Russell reports. Now the Supreme Court will decide once and for all whether a president can be criminally prosecuted for their actions in office. The decision will set a precedent going far beyond Trump. Scholars look back on actions taken by previous presidents, asking, could former President Bush have been prosecuted for enhanced interrogation techniques during the war on terror? And could former President Obama have been prosecuted for the killing of al-Qaeda member Anwar al-Awlaki, a U.S. citizen not given a trial? Earlier this month, a federal appeals court unanimously rejected Trump's immunity claim. 
First look traffic now on a Thursday morning, and here's Andy Fornsworth. And we start off with traffic in good shape, no crashes right now, and uh, road conditions uh, are excellent. Dry roads, and so far, good speeds as we get things going on the freeways. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Solutions to homelessness, crime reduction, and major infrastructure improvements are all goals of Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall. Here's KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson. KSL.com reports the unveiling came on Wednesday in a statement from the mayor that includes making further gains on major projects like a Main Street pedestrian promenade, Green Loop, and work on Ballpark Next. New goals include child care, affordable housing, and water conservation challenges. Several environmental goals include the potential of finally opening a 80-megawatt electron solar project in Willow by the summer. The project has been significantly delayed by international trade and supply chain issues, according to the city. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. A University of Utah study attempts to understand why UFO sightings are more common, common in the western part of the country. Associate Professor Dr. Richard Medina says these sightings can be a cause of concern. Because if there are things in the sky and we don't know what they are, that, that could be an issue to air, airplanes and air travel. The National UFO Research Center says there have been 98,000 total UFO sightings between 2001 and 2020. 98,000! Yeah, don't you think part of that's just because we have more dark sky space? I bet. And more open areas where you don't have all the light pollution. That makes sense. So you see things people in the rest of the country don't see. I'd like to think that's part of the reason anyway. Uh, A look at power rates around the nation shows we pay some of the cheapest prices in the country. A new study puts Utah in the number one position for lowest power rates in the country. Rocky Mountain Power spokesman Dave Eskelson says their energy sources are diverse. We have coal resources, natural gas resources. We have investments in uh, wind power. There's also hydropower. Customer yearly power bills will be a few cents more than $1,047. Eskelson says up to 90% of their power is generated by their own power plants, and their transmission system is one of the largest in the country. He says they've worked hard to reach first place, and they intend to stay there. Tammy Kikuchi, KSL News Radio. Today is Leap Day, so enjoy it while it's here. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with more about this event, Michael. Amanda, you've probably wondered why we have leap years in the first place, so here's a bit of a fun fact. If it wasn't for leap years, our seasons would begin to drift off schedule, and by the time you turn 700 years old, your summers would begin in December. Still, events on the 29th always get that funny treatment. For example, you know the running joke of older people saying they turn 25 on their birthdays every year? Well, one woman in Oklahoma was born on February 29th, 1924. And guess what? She does turn 25 today. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. So, what do people say to her? Uh, you don't look so good for 25. <laughs> or you look really good for 100. I don't know which yeah. way you look at it. Here's the other part of that story I didn't think about. Uh, but the challenges of like legal documents, uh-huh. even court documents, uh, when you put your birth date down as February 29th, uh, a passport, for instance, yeah. because that date doesn't exist. But every once every four years. Yeah, but would that make a difference for a passport? It might kick out some, uh, like some documents that you have filled out for government use. I wonder about that. It, people that have leap day birthdays say it's been a problem. Really, in I their lives. I, I didn't know that. Yeah.